we're back with another episode. This episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by MyApothecary.com. MyApothecary is the premier online destination for hemp-derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Services. Today, my mom was like, she was talking about something about Formula One. She was like, yeah, you know, that stallion girl. And I thought she was literally talking about something that had to do with stallions. And I was like, the stallion, what are you talking about? The stallion? Like girl? the she actual goes, horses? Yeah. She goes, who's, you know, the girl, her name is something stallion. I was like, Magna Stallion? She goes, yeah, that one. <laughs> I love how your mom tries to be hip. She does. That <laughs> stallion girl. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. I am Monica Fleming. And I am Alyssa Fowler. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> You're so silly. So, welcome back, y'all. How was your week this past week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that bad? Jeez. I was tired. I was in COVID ICU this week, and it oh, is Lord. rough. I don't know if you knew, but people are still out here with COVID, and they're still... Yeah, the way the world's acting, you, was, you would think that there's no COVID around, but it's still there. Critical illness myopathy. No joke, man. It's real. It's real. Sacks of potatoes. That's what I've been moving all week. Yeah. Well, I have have a lot of come to Jesus conversations with a lot of people. Isn't it mentally and physically, like mentally and emotionally draining to keep having those conversations with people to stay alive? Exhausting. Yeah. And it just sucks having to be like, hey, I know this is a really, like, honestly, truly, you're in a shit situation. And I would not trade places with you for the world. Mm -hmm. But there are hundreds of people who wished they could be in your shoes because you are alive. Yeah. So suck at the fuck up. And you got the life support that they didn't get. Right. So either tell them to get you off or get your ass up. Yeah. I can't say that. I used to. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to know which battles to Yeah, no one hold them and no one no fold one them. No one fold them. So I'm just. You count your money while you're sitting at the table. Okay. <laughs> um, I would literally come home every day and take a nap until seven o'clock. And then I'd wake up, eat a snack and go back to sleep. Now you know why I nap so much working now in the I get ICU. It. Yeah, I'm exhausted. But. Yeah. Other than that, it was an okay week, I guess. I don't know. I almost got fired a couple times. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, it's, I mean, it's not a great week unless you're tempted in some way to get That's fired. That's true. So, I went yeah. to Worst Fest yesterday. Ever been? Worst Fest? Mm-hmm. As in Brought. Brought Worst. The Brought Worst oh, Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that, but no. <clears throat> it's in New Braunfels. It's like the German Oktoberfest here. Is it just a bunch South of beer? Texas. Yeah, it's just a shit ton of beer and sausage and pretzels. Oil pretzels um in german music and yeah it burned awesome. down like two years ago no way it burned down right before covid then covid happened so we haven't had a worst fest in a couple years oh 
Oh, wow. That's interesting. So this was the first one back and it was good. I've never been there A, during the day and B, sober. So it was like a new (laughs) adventure. I hope you went with someone who uh, was able to... you know, be the designated driver. And all I went with my brother. So oh, okay, good. good. Yeah, my he has to, yeah. Yeah, my family rented a house in New Braunfels. They were coming down for Worst Fest. Cool beans. So I went and met up with them, but it was fun. Did you buy any beer while you were there? Oh, yeah, I drank a pitcher of beer. It's great. I'm saying, did you buy it to, like, bring it back with you? No, it's just, oh. like, they sell the beer there to drink. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, That's cool. But, yeah, it was good. People are out in full swing. I was going to say, did anybody have a mask on? Probably Hell not. no. No. No mask in sight. Wow. And what's, like, what's a mask? <laughs> I know. Never heard of it. I feel fine because I'm, like, quadruple vaccinated at this point. Yeah. Um, But people are out here slinging and banging. Cool beans. Thought them raw. Maskless. Face just raw. Face just raw. Raw dogging it out here <laughs> with the... With the covid virus wow that's interesting yeah how was your week my week was actually pretty good it was busy but um nothing too too crazy pretty nice and chill honestly um i try not to i don't i'm coming to the realization more and more i don't want to work like a nine to five like i get it like i would love to be in a position where i didn't have a set schedule like i'm doing a whole bunch of work but it's when i want to do it that's Mm. it if that helps at all. I so. would like to front load my week. Like Monday, Wednesday, or like Monday, Tuesday, I'll work eight hour day. I'm not going to work a 10 hour day. I can't Hell no. Hell no. We well, like, to be I'll just front load the week and then be free for the end of it. Yeah. Or no, I just rather just if I could work part time, like a couple days a week, still feel like I'm contributing to something and then just chill the rest of the week. I don't know that I need to feel that. I don't, I don't want to contribute. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I would just, I don't know. There's just so much good, like, content in a there work is. setting. There is. I mean, well, I mean, even though I'm not in a work setting to a degree, um, <laughs> raggedy content. So I signed myself back up for online dating, right? Because one, one of my friends put a profile. I'm not going to say which one. Is this my earphones? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just turn it up? I yeah. feel like I can't hear. Number two. Oh. Wait, no. That sounds louder oh, to me. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, my friend, she had put me on a dating website like a few years ago how did she put you on a dating website because you can put anybody on a dating website you can just put a picture and then make a whole profile what a good way <laughs> to prank slash cap exactly so <gasps> she was just like communicating idea. with you know people she was just like oh i'll just filter them out and then if if i feel like we're having a connection then i'll pass it on to you oh my god honestly good friend yeah i mean she's married so it wasn't like she was I trying know. to like you good know. friend i yeah. wish one of my friends would do that for me no the thing is i think multiple friends of mine would and i <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so I'm on this one dating website and I'm not, again, I'm not going to say the name of it, but farmersonly.com <laughs> Christian Mingle. Right. So I go on there and the, there's one guy, he sends me a message. And the first thing he says is good morning, thickness. <laughs> I legit was like, I hope you swiped right. Or blocked whatever you and do. restricted. No, <laughs> him. Nope. He sounds fun. No. He looked like a buck 10 anyway, soaking wet. But yeah, no, that's not, you approach people don't say hello thickness that's, that's not how cute. you approach someone that you want no. to spend the rest of your life with no yes it is what hello was he supposed thickness? to say use your name uh, boring you would have never remembered that yeah i would have good morning ladies there, there was this one guy on there he was just like you know how they give you sometimes like random prompt questions to ask mm-hmm. and start a conversation and so there was one that's like oh like how do you spend your typical sunday and i was like oh that's a great question okay and my, my answer was just really boring. Laying down. <laughs> I uh, usually get up, go or to horizontal. Bed, bedside Baptist followed by breakfast. And then uh, 
meal prepping grocery shopping and meal prepping and that's it in my night with insecure <laughs> that's it but i was just like stop men men out there don't know if i'm just meeting you it's different if you call me that on like a regular basis like that's like a nickname or something who the like hell's that. calling you that on a regular basis i mean you know can i just tell you <laughs> no i don't know and i want to get back to this but i had the first for the first time a patient only want me to transfer them because i'm big yeah like i'm big and oh, strong now you know how fat phobia <laughs> feels like, yeah but i was so i was just like so honored <laughs> i was like me that's not a compliment strong and big no <laughs> no it wasn't but big mama remember that patient <laughs> that's exactly what i thought of because i had this patient who was on uh, ecmo and she got decannulated so because of the unit that i was in i was only seeing the patients who were still on ecmo yeah so i called one of our other co-workers and i was like hey because listen trade on event this lady can't talk but yeah. you know how the doors are see through, see -through mm -hmm. right so you can see everything that's going on and i do that stupid shit where i lock eyes with the patient <laughs> from the outside and they're like waving and you can't ignore them you're just you're, like oh. damn it because <laughs> sometimes you can act like you're no, busy you're doing something yeah. but like she locked eyes with me multiple. she was like <laughs> i was like hey what's up and she's like are you coming I was like, oh, you know, like, I don't know if I can see you today. You're off the life support. Woo! Like, congratulations. Yeah. But that means I can't see you. So I'm going to try, but I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I want to get to the chair. Tell your nurse. <laughs> Literally. And I was like, I'm already annoyed because no one wants to work with therapy and you do. Yeah. So I wish I could work with you, but there's a lot working against me right now. Yeah. I have a lot of other people to see. Exactly. So I called up a coworker and I was like, listen, bitch, you got to get up here and you got to see this patient. I'll right. help you. Just set everything up. Work with her. When you're ready for the transfer, mm -hmm. I'll come and I'll help you. We just got to get to the chair. She's like, okay so that girl walked into the room and was like hey ma'am i'm here from therapy i'm gonna work with you and she said you we're gonna work with me <laughs> she said yeah i'm gonna get you to there she goes you're gonna get me to the chair and i was no, like no no where's the fact <laughs> yeah literally so then i walked back by because i was coming to help her transfer i was like hey girl like what's up let's get going she was like you you're gonna you have to put me in the chair i said ma'am me she goes you big i was like i am so big let me let me just help y'all obesity does not equate strength it doesn't i told her okay. i said man like, this Jesus. girl goes to the gym more than i do right. i'm just gonna throw your ass in that chair but okay fat people in healthcare, we are out of shape this is why we're fat obviously or we're thick we will call ourselves thickness then since you the know thickness. that's right i used to hate when patients did that because they would look at queens all the time and be like oh she's too short no there's no way she could stand me up hey big mama you <laughs> <laughs> the fuck fuck you sir you're fat too yeah and i try to put myself in their uh shoes all the time that's way louder my mic was turned the wrong way this yeah <laughs> great I hate you. shitty content you for the first 10 minutes um i probably didn't even need to turn it up i was you like i can't did. hear myself i try to put myself in their shoes because i'm like what i want this tiny girl coming in the room and be like let's get up together like i probably wouldn't it? trust it either if you're gonna break your back fine about me i'm but, not gonna pay for it <laughs> i know but also i'm like obviously this is your job you know what you're doing yeah I don't know. So you can go back to talking about online dating, but I got called thick and strong <laughs> this week and I was so happy. No, I hated it because it was never a compliment when it came to patients. They're just like, oh, I, I know she can lift big me. Big mama. Fuck you, fat obese patient. That's why your fat ass is in the fucking ICU now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay the fuck up out of here as a patient. <laughs> I used to hate that crap. But yeah, online dating is trash. Someone pissed in the dating pool. I do not like it. I don't like it. All this hi where are you from god damn it i don't give a shit about your fucking favorite color just stop have you seen the show i think it's called love life on hbo no remember i just discovered i had hbo you max. just discovered your hbo max so it's uh did you ever watch the good place no 
Shit. You always bring out these movies that I've never seen before. The Good Place was a show with Kristen. Chenoweth. Nope. Who's the one that's TV. married to Dax Shepard? Kristen. I know who you're talking about. Elsa. Yes. Yes. Elsa. Mm-hmm. So it's the. It, it's not Kristen Wiig. No. That's what the fuck me off. Please I know. Look it up. <laughs> Kristen. There's Kristen Chenoweth. Hey, Siri. Kristen Dunst. Wait, you're talking. Siri's trying to. God damn it. Kristen. Siri's so confused. She's like, hi. Smart. Stuart. Hey, Siri, what's the girl's name that plays Elsa from Frozen? That's not helpful. Hey, Siri, what's the name of the actress who plays Elsa? No, it's not Elsa. It's Anna. That's why she doesn't. Oh. Kristen. Kristen Bell. Bell. Oh, my (laughs) God. That was awful. Why did that take us like 20 minutes to figure that shit out? It's Kristen Bell. And uh, she's in that show, The Good Place. It's like about people that go to heaven. It's like what heaven's like. It's a comedy. It's really cute. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. But um, the guy who's in it, this Love Life season two, the guy who's in it is in the second season of Love Life on HBO. And it's basically about this guy who's probably in between our ages, I would Mm -hmm. assume. I don't know. He's married to this girl. um, And he kind of realizes like, he was a certain person when he met her. That's not who he is now. He's black. She's white. Yeah. Um, and so each episode goes through kind of, um, they end up separating, but like mm-hmm. him dating different people yeah. and like, he's looking for a soulmate kind of match and mm-hmm. just, it's really, it's a really good show. You should watch it. Cool but he goes through a lot of first dates and I'm just like, damn. Yeah. It's so just why a lot can, of bullshit. Why can I just have the notebook without the Alzheimer's? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Give me the notebook without the Alzheimer's. I don't think you can have good stuff like that without horrible things like Alzheimer's. I, you can listen, either have a mediocre love story I've been through for a enough. long time or like a kick-ass love story, but you're going to have dementia. No. There's no in-between. Why not? We're in a... I mean, Mercury's got to be in... life isn't a Nicholas Sparks novel. Life is real-world issues and shit. And you just got to buckle down with someone who you kind of like enough, who makes good enough money. You sound like you're going through something right now. (laughs) Would you like to talk off air? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. It is what it is. All right, ladies and gents. It is what it is. Needless to say, uh, I will not be renewing the subscription. (laughs) (laughs) I got a better chance and just keep on going to Lowe's with my tight jeans on uh, with my thickness and pretending like I don't know what I'm looking for. There has to be like a really fun like speed dating singles thing. I went to one of those when I first moved here to Texas. <laughs> it was so funny. One of my coworkers was like, well, you just go with me. And I'm like, sure. So she's like, well, I'm going to invite my friend. And it was a guy that was with her or whatever. These two bitches ended up getting married. No way. Yeah. I guess they, they had liked each other from like years prior, like in college or whatever, but they decided to not mess up their friendship or whatever. Who knows? Anyway, so we went and it was like this. We went to the speed dating thing at some bar. And when I walked in, this guy literally had on a kilt. And I was like, hmm. Uh, interesting uh, um, yeah it was really weird it was we played a stupid game and i was just like no where are the black people i don't mm-mm. maybe we should go on a singles cruise that just seems like a big orgy though yeah maybe like isn't like croatia a good island for single people i don't know maybe we'll are there sp- black people in croatia because see you're you're cool with multiracial i just want black yeah 
that, that's cool. my preference. Like money is my ethnicity. Do you know what I mean? Yes, money is my ethnicity too, but I want it to be black. Yeah, black money. Black, a black man, <laughs> yes, absolutely. People are like, oh, 40 you're, acres and a mule. Blocking, you're blocking your blessing because you, no, no, shut the fuck up. You got what you wanted. I want what I want. That's it. That's true. So yeah. I don't think you're blocking your blessing. Like my blessing just has to be financially stable. <laughs> that's all you care about. Yeah. Okay, Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't, I must've been with my family or something, but I was talking about that and yeah. how I was like, it worked for Anna Nicole Smith. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> at this point, fuck it. Like I have daddy issues and let's just ride with it. And we should just all be benefiting from it. And they were like, yeah. she was just, that was just a disgusting situation. And I was like, Ooh, tough crowd. What happened tough to crowd. love wins? What happened to love wins? Love is love, love. is love. What the hell? What happened to that? She was benefiting. He was benefiting. Exactly. Benefits. Yeah. So it, I mean, in the end, both of them died. Don't bring that up around your, uh, right-wing conservative family yeah definitely not definitely really. not all right well let's go ahead and get on in some stuff uh we got to talk about it the tragedy that happened this past weekend uh with travis scott and his concert at astro world is Dude, that what it's called? houston cannot catch a break oh that wasn't oh the houston astros i get it now no, didn't put so two the whole thing together. is to my yeah because this is your more of your stuff this is to my recollection and belief there used to be something called astro world like a theme park called mm -hmm. astro world that doesn't exist anymore. And he, since he's from Houston, he was like, I'm bringing it back. But now mm. it's like an Astro World festival. So he does. So it's kind of like Freaknik for Houston? I'm kidding. What's Freaknik? <laughs> Alyssa, you don't know what Freaknik is? Freak, freak, freak nasty. That's oh my God. It's like this, it's like spring break, but it used to be in South Florida and they moved it to, well, it was, in, it was always in Atlanta and then they moved it to South Florida at one point and then they moved it back to Atlanta and they got rid of it because of a lot of sexual assault stuff that was happening and it was, it was horrible. Nick. Exactly. But they brought it back, I think what this year. What was it? What is it? It's just like a big, like a weekend long of like a bunch of concerts and people just get together. It's a big orgy. That's all it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge orgy. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, he does a chair. I think it's for all for his philanthropy. Or okay. Charity, whatever. So he does the big softball game. Oh. That's why Kendall's all dressed up playing softball. He play. It's like a celebrity softball game. Oh, okay. And okay. then they do the concerts, and I'm sure there's other stuff. Yeah. So this all happened at the Astro World concert. So to give you all some context, there was a concert that happened where unfortunately eight people lost their lives. There was a lot of speculation about what was actually happening, and people got trampled on. Then there was a story about. Um, the fact that someone was injecting people with some kind of drug or something like that. Um, but people were, there was a lot of backlash. The one from the deaths, obviously. Hundreds were injured. Hundreds were injured. Yeah. Because supposedly. And I think a child allegedly a died. A 10 year old. Yeah. So the, what first happened was they said eight or nine people were died and a lot of people were injured <laughs> we're because. Died. We're <laughs> Die. thank you good night we're done <laughs> sorry don't you ever disrespect me on my podcast ever again <laughs> you don't have a thing for grammar sorry <laughs> people dead yeah were unalived uh -huh. because the crowd surged yeah the stage at the concert so a lot of people were trampled but they kept saying cardiac arrest and so yeah. my initial thought was probably drugs like a lot of people do molly and stuff at concerts you can mm -hmm. get dehydrated overheated really quickly yeah. and like something like that gonna happen then they were saying the reports of someone going around injecting people. And that's right. why everyone started freaking out. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. So a lot of people are like blaming Travis Scott and saying that this was like all his fault, which I think 
<clears throat> people really don't understand the extent of concerts and how they work. Um, and I think you have to look at it from the promoter standpoint. You have to look at it from the artist standpoint and the venue standpoint. There are a lot of different key elements that have to come into play when an artist is there to, even if it's theirs, there's still other contracts that are in place to make sure things are safe with regard to security, police officers, EMS, the whole nine, right? But then also too, you as the artist, like people were like, oh, well, there were people chanting, stop the show, stop the show. And I'm just like, if only a subset of people are saying that and the music is crazy loud, we don't hear what the fuck you're saying. Not only that, you as an individual person can't sit there and scream, somebody died, stop the show. No one can hear you. Yeah. And this man is on stage performing. He got lights and shit all lights, in his face. adrenaline, music yeah. blasting in see, his ears. He probably has on. those little earphones in. Yeah. He's probably on drugs himself. Probably, allegedly. I don't know. I think it's a shit situation. No one could have planned for that. Also, no. he's not a safety inspector. He's, he's there to like put on a show and that's it. And I know people were like climbing the stage and yelling at the light. Did you see Which, the video of the I light did. guy? The girl was like, people are dying. dead out there. And that light guy's probably, he's like, listen, bunch of teenage kids at a exactly. rap concert. They're probably on drugs. He's I'm, just like, what the fuck do you want me to do? I'm the he's camera like, guy. I just get paid to stand here and hold this camera. I don't know what exactly. you want me to do. It was a really shitty situation. And he situation. was just like, get down. Like, there's a fucking ladder for a reason. Get the fuck down off this thing before you fall and die next. Like, sit it's your ass It's kind of like there's only school shooting protocols now because of all the school shootings. Very true. So probably this will spur, like... I doubt it. I know. I don't know what they're what you would people were do. passing out in the eighties with Michael Jackson. I mean, what you? What are do? the odds that someone walks around fucking injecting people with something? Did you hear one of the firefighters or one of the yeah, first responders got injected with something and he they had to give him Narcan? Yeah, and he felt the prick on the side of his neck, and and they even said that the doctor said that um. And this was according to the police officer or whatever. He was saying that um, they even saw an injection wound on the side of his neck, like where, where it looked like a prick or whatever. But I just think that's so weird. Here's my thing also, too. I will go back to this. We are still in a pandemic. But also, like. Somebody think about that. We're like, just trying to make it out of a pandemic. I get it. But that's not helping. I know. But like, can we just fucking live? Can we just have a night? People have to do crazy no. shit. Because they've been, you know, repressed for so long. That's part of the problem. We let you out. You don't know how to act. Keep what if it in. was like a serial killer who hasn't had enough, like, um, the pandemic slowed him down. Like the pandemic slowed you down. Cause everyone's at home and now they're just going crazy. Yeah. And it's like an episode of CSI. That's, I mean, it's unfortunate that people can't even go to a concert and enjoy themselves without, you know, fear of stupid shit like that. But, um, unfortunately that's just a time we live in right now. Like you just got to predict, I mean, you got to expect the ridiculous because it's yeah. always going to happen. And that's, I just, I know people are very upset and this is a really shitty situation, but I don't know what they could have done i wasn't there yeah and they were trying to compare like um like i guess it was a, a, a what's his name jaden smith d did a concert and somebody passed out in the front of the crowd but it depends on how your stage looks and how close you are like you as an artist you can't see everything that's going on it looked like it was at night anyway also Fifty thousand people. Fifty thousand people they look like fucking ants and i don't know if, you know you've ever been on a huge stage before like i've been at a concert before backstage oh you don't think i've been on a huge stage before I mean, this is a great platform that we're on right now. For yeah, the face -off I'm on a huge <laughs> stage right no, now. But a literal stage where you're behind the scenes and you see out front, them lights hitting your eyes. You can't see shit. When you Most were on people, tour with Tony Braxton? No, definitely not. Um, I would love to because Tony Braxton has an amazing voice but no I mean but when you're when you're looking out into the crowd most people even when you're doing a speech or something when you're looking out into the crowd you're trained to look above people's heads anyway you mm -hmm. can scan the room but I mean you're you're not looking at any specific person just because you see Beyonce do it also with the crowd that big it's a huge crowd I'm just like it's like a boulder rolling down a hill exactly how do you stop that it, you can't 
you really can't so um they literally had to crowd surf people out of there yeah but i think it's also the crowd's responsibility too to behave your fucking selves like why are you why are you trying to storm the stage why are you doing that yeah like act like you got some fucking sense before they cancel the shit i will tell you that i stopped at one year at acl who are we oh i was waiting for chance the rapper to come on Mm -hmm. People, it was so hot. We were so packed in there. People started passing out, and you're just you're crank. You cannot move. Yeah. And people started having a panic attack. I had to literally fake an asthma attack to hop over the fence with security mm-hmm. because they were not going to let anyone hop over. Yeah. And I kept telling them like I can't. I was so deep in, and I was like I cannot get out. There's no way they're going to let me out. And they're like I'm sorry, we can't let you up here. So I had a fake an asthma attack. Yeah, but people were passing out, and they were getting crowd surfed. Like that shit's crazy. And after that, no. I was like I'm not. It's not worth it. I'm not yeah. going up there anymore. I'm not doing it. That's why I don't go to concerts. I just don't believe in being around that many people at one time. I just don't. Mm-mm. Cooties. I don't like it. Even if it wasn't COVID, I just don't. Mm-mm. I don't like people. Yeah. But yeah. So um, that sucks. That's a, it's a tragedy. And, you know, prayers up to those uh, people's family members who were affected by this issue. Um, yeah. That's just horrible. Um, next in the news, our fin- friend, uh, Jenna Ryan. Remember her? Jenna Ryan. Jenna Ryan, for those people who do not know who Jenna Ryan is, she is the white real estate agent from uh, Dallas, Texas, who said that she is not going to jail for the insurrection because she is a white woman so she, she answered the call of her president she did yeah she said that he told us to come he gave me a personal invitation she literally flew a private jet to the uh capital to storm it and she loved it and that's you know, dallas real estate money honey pretty much and that big money and so as a result uh our friend jenna ryan is actually going to jail for 90 days so i think that's amazing Yes, I hope you like it, Jenna Ryan. Listen, I will never prey on For someone's downfall. Sorry, 60 days, she's going to jail. But if you break Ooh. the law, you have to go to jail. That's just the precedent we've set. Pretty much, you would think. That's called justice. No justice, no peace, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was, that's called consequences. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Accountability. Um, what, so, did they, yeah. what did they charge her with, do you know? Um, obstructing justice, stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Reckless abandonment. Um, yeah, I don't, let me see. I don't. I don't think that. I don't know that they put on there. She's a terrorist. God damn it! Terrorism <laughs> on the White House. That's what they charged her with. Allegedly, I don't know. Domestic terrorism. Exactly. Talking about you answering the call also, of your goddamn president. You, she said that shit with her chest. She, she came did. out and was like, "Yeah, I did it." And yeah, nothing's She's gonna like, happen. He told us to come. She was like, "I'm not going to jail. I'm a white woman in America. I'm not going to jail. I'm wealthy. I need and this is everyone that, to just sit down and shut up when they do something wrong." just hide just stop like oh my yeah. god yeah she was very bold about it so also uh, i know that she's gonna claim that she's like you know i need a kosher meal i'm vegan <laughs> i'm vegan. Yeah. i know she's gonna claim that i'm just like you have to know at this point like people were literally losing their lives for resisting arrest or like being mm-hmm. in the wrong place at the wrong time or yep. having a little bit of weed on them so the fact that you walked your ass onto a like you're a domestic terrorist government building mm-hmm. and that you were like oh i'm gonna get it wrong and you only got 60 days be happy you only got that and I she'll just probably need a little bit of self-awareness shit. from miss jenna the larger community but yeah yeah it's ridiculous it sounds like she committed a crime and she has a consequence and she'll be paying that consequence yeah they should have gave her five years anyway um what were you telling me about uh this henry ruggs somebody the the football player henry ruggs the third 22 year old football player wow for the raiders which is now in vegas right is that something yes i think they did go to vegas yeah um i got which is random i was in with a patient and i got like an apple watch alert from Mm -hmm. espn i didn't know i was that plugged in but i guess i am 
<laughs> and uh, he was in his Corvette with his baby mama going 150 down the highway, hit a car with a 23-year-old girl and her golden retriever inside. And the video is just awful. It's like his car totaled him mm-hmm. and his girlfriend on the street just like sitting, hugging each other, and this car is just engulfed in flames. Mm-hmm. And there's and pe- there's nothing anyone can do. Like everyone's just sitting there watching it. There's literally nothing anyone can do, and the girl's just burning inside. Oh shit! Ouch. Awful, horrible. That's um. Here's what I don't like about people doing stupid shit, right? Especially when it comes to accidents. I feel like the drunk drivers, people who speed and all that crap, every single time they get in an accident, they're always the ones that survive. And the person that they hit or, you know, the innocent person is always some traumatic death. Like even, um, I don't know if you know, you know, Tony Baker, right? Tony Baker comedy from Instagram and he's a comedian, but he's the one who does all the animal voiceovers on Instagram. Mm. And the cat, uh, he does, yeah, he just does like animal things, but he know, he's known for that too. Anyway, so his son, unfortunately died from the, from an incident that happened where they were not even involved. There were two cars that were on, um, some street and him and his two friends, the Tony Baker's son and his two friends, I think his son's name is Sirene, Sirene. Um, and they were driving home. These two guys decided to drag race, crash into them. These these teenage kids were ejected the fuck out of this goddamn car. All three of them died. And the two men who were drag racing survived. I'm thinking that cars are designed to be the force of the impact and not to be impacted. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, when they crash test cars, they're testing how the car crashes to make it safe, not yeah. how it's getting hit to make it safe. Mm-hmm. Like, that, there has to be something to that. But this, what his blood alcohol level was two times the limit. That's it was, insane. like, a .16. His girlfriend was posting videos of him earlier at Top Golf where he, like, couldn't hit the ball. Was she he was drunk, so drunk. Too? I don't know if she was drunk, too. Because, why? first of all, I would not get into a car with any person who was going that fast. And mm-hmm. you can tell, if you're in your right faculties, you know someone is going well, that fast. Well, and supposedly the NFL, ha- I don't know if it's the NFL or if it's the Raiders or what, but if you, well, let's just say it's the NFL. The NFL yeah. has a subscription for all of their players to Uber to where mm. if you call an Uber, it's on them. So this legit could have been avoided. But yeah. maybe he would have got in trouble if he was that drunk. Then. I, don't I don't know. But I'm like, so what? Call a fucking Uber. Seriously. But also, don't get in your car drunk as fucking yeah. go that fast. 150 miles on... No. That's ridiculous. 150 miles an hour. That's insane. Oh, my God. That poor... And like... Oh, just so shitty yeah he's gonna he's i'm quite sure he's probably dropped by the team he has to and hunt so the team put out a statement about her and you know how they're sorry for the loss of life and whatever but i'm just thinking like 22 years old your life is over as is hers she was 23 but dude and her dog was in the car freaking golden retriever them dogs i might give a shit about them goddamn dogs but (laughs) i'm just saying like I, i it's it's unfortunate but at the same time he's a 22 year old kid Child. yes he's a, he's an adult frontal lobe not even developed exactly and this is why insurance companies make their premiums so much more higher for younger you know adults because they're the group that thinks that they're invincible and they cause yeah. all of these fucking accidents so you look at him and you're like oh my god you're this nfl player you should know better he's 22 look at what you did the stupid shit you did at 22 years old okay stupid shit your kids do at 22 years old not make an excuse for them because you still deserve to be fired and all that other kind of stuff and whatever consequences come with that that's what you're gonna have to fucking deal with Mm -hmm. but 
Two, I think this is a larger issue where shit like this happens when you don't make people accountable. These NFL players, you cut, you cover up all this shit. That may, that that boy has probably had more stuff covered up for him than the average person. You know, you're a great athlete. Oh, you can get through college and do all this bullshit because you're a great athlete. We want to win. Da 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 da. And now you have a sense of well, nobody. I'm not gonna get in trouble. They'll just handle it. Like well, it's that's the stupid. thing too. Like you give these children this huge amount of money that mm -hmm. they've never had before and you're like go, yep. go crazy mm -hmm. that's crazy that sucks know. oh god praying for them that's rough yeah um all right let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back this episode of the face off with Fleming and Fowler is sponsored by myapothecary.com. Myapothecary is the premier online destination for hemp derived CBD that will help you curate a wealthy lifestyle CBD is one of many restorative compounds found in the cannabis plant. Its benefits include decreased pain, improved mood, decreased anxiety, and much more. Some of y'all know that I have crazy ADHD, so I'm heavily medicated at all times, and I've been taking CBD oil at night to kind of calm me down, get me ready for bed. 1010 would recommend. Worried about regulations? The passing of the 2018 Farm Bill made hemp-derived CBD legal to sell and consume. So yes, CBD is 100% legal and perfect for every person of legal age. My Apothecary's featured line, Broad Bloom, offers broad-spectrum CBD oil drops, sports cream, and soft gels. These products have no THC, so you can stay fly without the high or zen without the spin. Shop now at www.myapothecary.com and sign up for their newsletter to get exclusive offers, product releases, and CBD news. Remember to always check with your healthcare provider before consuming any supplement. You must be 21 to purchase and consume, and shipping is only available in the U.S. of A. Don't forget to shop at www.myapothecary.com. Well, piggybacking kind of off of professional sports, you were telling me something about uh, what's his name, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, is that the tall ex-boyfriend of Kendall Jenner? Oh my god! Oh, this is another Ben Simmons. I thought you were talking about Ben Simmons from the Sit and Be Fit. No. Oh, the he was a part of the Knicks. Was it the New York Knicks? The New York Knicks. the Pistons. The he Pistons. was a part of the Pistons. No. Yeah, with the Afro. Yeah. Never mind. Different generation. Listen, <laughs> there he is refusing to play for the 76ers. Why? He's not happy i don't know he didn't go to training camp. they just keep finding him they're finding him and finding him and finding him are they just trying to force him to quit i don't know what the hell's going on but he's saying he has mental health issues that aren't being addressed and until they're addressed he's not going to play they've already they just find him three hundred sixty thousand dollars because he's sitting out of games he's still like showing up at practice and stuff but he's not playing anything Damn. and they're like he won't um like uh we're dude i lost it it's coming back he he won't cooperate Got it. He won't cooperate with the NBA mental health professionals that they set up for him. So, it's like this big thing. He was like, I want to, he wants a trade from the team. He wants all of these things. He still has like four years on his contract and like $174 million or something. So is he doing this just to get a trade or does he really have mental health issues? Because if they're providing service for, services for you, you're telling them you have a problem, you want to get it fixed. They're providing a, an opportunity and a resource for you. And your response is, well, no, I want green M&Ms only. I don't know, dude. I don't know if something happened on the team and he's like, screw you guys. I'm going to complain mental see, health. Now, I don't know what happened. See, now, this is what I'm talking about. No, okay, never mind. I'm not even going to go into it. But mm -hmm. I'm just saying, $360,000 is a lot to be fined. But is it really him being fined this or is it the team that's being fined? I feel like the fine, quote unquote, is being taken from his earnings he hasn't earned yet. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, because what you call it, money is guaranteed. Basketball yeah. money is guaranteed. Once so. you sign, whether you play or not. 
depending on how they write your contract. But yeah, that's crazy. These man, these men, and then on top of that, Mister Aaron, bitch ass Rogers. I mean, I don't like Green Bay anyway, so I can talk about him. Like, all, literally, <laughs> hey, listen, all I can tell you about Aaron Rodgers is that he's engaged to Shailene Woodley. That's all I got. Don't even know who that is. What? Secret Life of the American Teenager? No. Uh, Divergent? Yes. The main girl from Divergent. Tr- yes. Okay. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> that other show? No clue. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's an awful show. Horrible. Yeah. Literally. Well, I mean, the acting, I just, awful. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, and he lied about his vaccination status, right? And... um. They asked him the question. They played it back. They were just like, so have you gotten the COVID vaccine? He's like, I've been immunized. <laughs> Is he not vaccinated? He's not. <gasps> Why did he say that? I don't know. But he didn't lie technically because when you say you're immunized, all of us are immunized because we true. went. To, we had to go to public school in order to be, you know, or we had to be immunized in order to go to public school. And so he lied about his vaccination status. And remember in the who news. Who blew the whistle on that? I have no clue. Somebody who wanted to get maybe the second string quarterback. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> exactly. Not vaccinated. So, so he. Ended I up thought you couldn't play if you're not vaccinated. You couldn't, but I don't. I, I think they do have an option where unless you're you have a to white get man tested. making a lot of money. Exactly. He's the franchise player, but he ended up getting COVID, and so um, I'm not sure all the other specific details, but I do know that he lied about his his vaccination status. Allegedly lied about his vaccination status, and. Um, so yeah, they he's in the hot seat right now, but I don't think he's in the hot seat as much as Kyrie Irving is because at least Kyrie Kyrie did not lie about his vaccination status. He stood up and said, "I don't want to be vaccinated because of my beliefs and this is my body." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But no, Mister Good Old Boy Aaron using the white good old privilege. You know, it's your people. That, um, You're fifty eight percent. That is half my people. Yeah, don't even know anything about him. I yeah. he's trash. Here's my thing. He's not. He's a good. He's a great quarterback. He's a good Christian boy. <laughs> In this year of our Lord, 2021, you can't lie on national television. There's they can people, always run it back. There's sleuths everywhere. Sleuthing. Yeah. You, you better watch The Housewives. I didn't say that. And they <laughs> run that shit right back. Production <laughs> is Petty La Belle. You hear me? Yeah. Petty Pendergrass. Petty White. So that saying. was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, God bless him. He did have COVID. He has antibodies in. He's good. Yeah. He's, he had COVID. He got, I don't know who he got COVID from or, you know, what the girlfriend. issues are, but possibly... Maybe she's running around with four. <laughs> That's the man's name. Her love interest in the show. That uh, was that good. Version. I really loved those books. The movies were trash, but. Oh, I thought the movies were great because I didn't read the books. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so this week, Summer Walker. Ever heard of her? I should have known better. That's Summer Walker. So here's the thing about Summer Walker that I discovered this week, right, with her drop of her new album. She's an R&B singer who... Um, I didn't really know she had a real like a real voice. I just thought mm-hmm. she was like another because like, I feel like she's so problematic. She is. I That's know her more for her I ever baby hear daddy about her. Issues. Yeah, her baby daddy is she yeah. her whole bathroom when she was talking about taking a whole bath. Yeah, and then people were talking about her baby was malnourished and stuff, and and I'm just like it was weird. Like she was giving the baby her newborn honey, and I'm like, baby, yeah. please don't do it. Or allegedly giving the baby. Oh no, honey. baby, what is you doing? Seriously, but she came up with the album because for some reason I always get her and um, Ari Lennox confused, but not because of the looks, because on record they literally sound they very sound similar. similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Um, yeah, she dropped this album this week and it had like Sierra's prayer on there because everybody keeps talking about this prayer oh, that she did to, to God get, to find to get Russell. Uh, Russell. Exactly. Listen, if it works, it and, works. Um, it's actually a really good album, but if you're in a really bad place, like, you know, relationship wise, you probably shouldn't listen to it. She's going to make you want to flatten some tires. It's like that movie so. with Zendaya and uh, Denzel's son. Oh, yeah. Um, 
some Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. yeah. We're like, it's good. Unless that you're going through some shit. shit. Don't watch that. I, I'm still, I still got PTSD from that movie. That movie was toxic as shit. Someone the other day, because we were talking about Dune, they're like, I don't really know Zendaya, like her acting. And I was like, have you watched Malcolm and Marie? Listen, she You want to be taken off. on a emotional, psychological journey? Yes. Watch Malcolm and Marie. They, both of them. Oh my Woo. God. That was some amazing acting, some amazing cinematography. But Crazy. good God, it was toxic as shit. <laughs> <laughs> toxic loved every minute of it oh jesus but yeah so apparently there's been it's been like a lot of stuff that's going on with social media about this track i mean uh, about this album it has like i think 19 songs on it and i was cleaning up the other day or yesterday and um i actually listened to it. it's a really good album like she has she's, a great voice she does she has a beautiful voice and i didn't realize that her voice was that beautiful because like i said i like ari lennox i like mm-hmm. i mean i never really um knew any summer walker songs but i think she has an amazing voice and i think her album was her really look gives city girls but her voice gives like georgia smith you know what i mean yeah who's georgia smith don't know who that is. um her voice it's gives okay. ari lennox okay yes but her look gives city girls it's yes. very yeah because she got all these tattoos and piercings yeah and, all that and stuff. you like yeah. think she's gonna come at you yeah like that did you listen to the new meg album yes i did it's Oof. amazing what is it monday when something? she said your daddy's still running around the mf and mall with me I love Megan Thee Stallion. She's graduating from college. She finally finished. Congratulations. Not finally, but you know, college takes a few years. I would years drop to that shit. I don't know that I could be that famous and would still be like, I gotta finish. College. Listen, I would give these fucking degrees back. Okay? <laughs> For those knees, I would. <laughs> Listen, I was talking to somebody about my knees the other day, and I'm just like, I don't ever remember having Megan's knees, like even in my teens. And no. I'm from Florida, so we, you know. it's all up in that shit. Listen, I think my daddy gave me bad knees. I think he passed that down <laughs> through his lineage, through his DNA. He just gave me bad he knees. He was saying, none of my kids going to be thotting and bopping no, in the streets. No, I can't even, listen, whew, my knee was acting up yesterday. I got a permanent weather detector in my knee, just saying. Um, we so, haven't gotten some crazy ass weather it's been cold it was 60 yeah. 40 or no 40 to 40 degrees, degrees. Yeah. yeah so i'm, I'm happy Texas, about that i love it though I'm, I'm glad because my ac has not clicked on in a week saving on my uh utility bill there there you go and then one day i was at work and then literally my power cut off and i was like hmm, just gotta sit here until it comes back on yeah shit came back on like five minutes later i was like damn why you couldn't been out for like an hour <laughs> but anyway <laughs> neither here nor there um so i want to talk about this kind of it might be kind of controversial right so um ha- I, do you watch love and hip-hop I know about love and hip hop. Okay. So I know about love and basketball. I know about love and drugs. I know about that's not a show. Love and other drugs. I mean, most of those people probably do drugs on. Anyway, but love and hip hop specifically. So there was love. I don't watch it anymore. I used to the, the Atlanta series, um, but they have love and hip hop Miami, right? And so um, that's where Cardi B got her start, true? Love she and hip hop. Yeah, she got it from New York, though. Love and hip hop New York. So that was the, that was the original. Um, Loving hip hop. So anyway, um, Ace Hood, who is a rapper, um, let me get his wife's name real quick. What's the most famous Ace Hood song? Because it's I can hear it, but I can't tell you. A Bugatti. I woke up in a Bugatti. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. That song will get the party going. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Yeah. So his uh, his wife um, is it Chalet? 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 I think it's Chalet. Shalay Marie, Chanel, right? Um, so they on the show, there's this premise that's set up where she wanted to have a retreat for just black women, right? And she only invited African American women that are on the show and you know, her friends or whatever. And so there's this one particular scene that's been going around social media um, because they were she's been getting a lot of backlash from deciding to have a retreat for just black women. 
um, because there's one lady that's on the show, um, Nori, the rapper or whatever, his wife, fiance, it, significant other. Oh, she's oh, white. Hey, that one. You're in the singing mood today. I don't think we're talking about the same Nori. That's probably a different no, Nori. Probably a different Nori. Okay. So his wife or significant significant other is white. And she's like, well, why can't I go? I have black kids. I'm like, That's, okay. Does not that make you a black no, woman? No, it does not. Just because you take black dick does not mean that you're a black woman. But anyway. <gasps> um, and then Princess Love is on there, who's Ray J's soon-to-be ex-wife uh, or whatever their issue is. Anyway, she's half black as well, too. Her mother's, I think, Asian and her dad is black. And she was giving a lot of flack saying, well, you know, I don't think that that's right, that you should, you know, exclude other women of color, blah, blah, blah. And there was this big debate that was going on on social media about the fact that African-American women in this country can never just have a safe space for just them, that black women always have to be the inclusive group of people while everybody else can be super exclusive. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm trying to think um, if I have an example, which I don't. People get to have stuff that's just for them. Do you think it's do you think it's fair or it's right for people to just exclude based off people's race? Uh no, that'd be racist. But I'm saying like if if so just like she wanted to have a retreat mm -hmm. for just black women, do you think that that's racist of her to do that? No. But it's not at a systemic level. I don't know. Just you don't have to be invited and involved into everything, dude. Everyone gets to have their own group of people. Yeah. Not everyone's invited to the cookout let Very it go true. people just want something to complain about and yeah. they all want to be included and they all want to be involved when it's the little it's like if the cool kids are like this big popular group is having a party and it's only for the popular kids it's fine but if like this little nerd group does something cool then mm -hmm. everyone needs to get involved yeah no. yeah i just personally believe that people like we said this on the last episode we were talking about the whole um aka controversy with amanda seals I just personally oh, believe that. Oh, when you told that, that white girl she couldn't be in the black sorority. I mean, I didn't tell her she couldn't be because obviously she's using it and I'm not. But I just feel like certain spaces should be kept, gate kept for certain groups of people. Like, I feel like if there were, like, for example, you know how they have um, conferences for little people, right? And then they have conferences for twins. If you're not a fucking twin, bitch, you can't go. <laughs> I don't understand why that's not, that's not exclusive. Well, I was, I wanted to be a twin. Well, bitch, you ain't one today. <laughs> I don't think that there's anything wrong with you saying, <laughs> but like, oh, this is like, if there was a, if there was a conference that's just for mixed people whose parents, you have a white mom and a black dad, I would not be offended that I couldn't go. I got two black ass parents. I would not be offended. I'd be like, okay, tell me how the conference was. That's cool. You're right. Now, if it was something to where it's like, um, you have to get this special certification at this special conference to move on to do this other thing, but you can only do that if you're da 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 da. Exactly. Like you said, it is a That's very level. different. Yeah. yeah. But if you're like, hey, we're just people who had a very similar experience mm -hmm. and we want to keep it to that certain group of people so we can all freely and. Yeah confidently express and discuss that no people need to get over it yeah. now it may suck for you <laughs> exactly because you can't go you can't go and yeah. everyone's going to come back and talk about it but guess what yeah but I, I think too that that it's it's a natural thing it's a natural part of life to be exclusive to certain to, to a degree and you know you have white country clubs you got black country clubs you got white sororities you got black sororities and fraternities and all that kind of stuff and i think it's okay to gatekeep like we're it not saying that is, we don't want to hang out with you at all usually the gatekeeping is only done by the majority 
exactly. which happens to be So when it flips on them, people, they have a problem with it. I feel like now black women especially are at a point in society where they're older, more financially mm-hmm. stable, more established, more yeah. educated, single, and they're all st- finally standing on their own, doing mm-hmm. big things, wanting to cultivate these spaces for themselves that mm-hmm. they've never had. And people are like, wow, why do you get to have that? Yeah. But you know what I think too, I, as, this is going to sound really, really, <laughs> really controversial, right? I just think people need, certain groups of people need an opportunity and a safe space to express their own uh, views, opinions, and experiences, no matter how toxic they are. So for example, I'm going to go very extreme, the KKK, right? Whew, heard so, of them. <laughs> right? So they are an extremist group, right? A terroristic group. But they have like-minded people, and that's why they need a safe space to be able to call us niggers and all kind of bullshit, right? We do not support. We don't. And or. We do not support any KKK activities. We'll beat your ass, Ryan, with that bullshit. But at the same time, I just think that it's. But they are a group of people with like-minded individuals who deserve their own space over there. As long as they're not hurting anybody. And they get, or doing they anything get to talk crazy. freely and they get to exclude black people from it. I would hope they would. Since they don't like <laughs> but still. I just think that you should be allowed to only include the who people you want. you want. Absolutely. And if they just all happen to be the same race of people, who cares? I think race, it just gets picky, sticky and picky with race because race is this thing no one wants to talk about, but everyone wants to be aware of. Yeah. And socially, like... Um, acknowledging but not ever truly acknowledging yeah. talk about it but it would be like if you had a single parents conference right mm-hmm. you would want everyone there to be a single parent that way everyone can be very honest and emotional and not feel judged because there's, there's an experience that comes with there's you an being experience a group of and there's like a connotation a notion around being a single right. parent so if you have all these single parents and then like two couples there yeah it's going to be like, uh, fuck. Well, because my husband, he does this. Yeah. Well, bitch, we don't have those. Shut and you're going to feel super defensive about everything because <laughs> yeah. everyone, I mean, most of the people there are going to be like, fuck my significant other who did this <laughs> exactly. man left me and I'm single. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. And you're going to be there like, well, <laughs> yeah. it's just not the same. It's not. Yeah. And I, I don't, we don't want to sit here and talk shit and then I'll be looking at you and like, oh, what do right. you think? And you are also don't want to sit here and have listened to us talking shit about you. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely agree. So I, I don't understand. I mean, I get why she was getting flack, but I don't agree. Like I do agree with her that certain um, African-American women, we're always expected to be inclusive. And I fucking hate that shit. Like we are, we, we are the only species and I do call us a species. We are the only species that are that, you know, we are looked at to be to turn the other cheek, to be understanding. And that shit is exhausting. Why can't we just fucking tell y'all no? And you fucking call it a Well, I have black kids. Well, bitch, this ain't a retreat for black kids. But if we had one, you'd be invited. Right. And if you weren't, that would be fucked up. But you're not black, though. Mm-hmm. So you can't just because you got black kids, you are not black. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like even, for example, um, on TikTok, there's been I guess I'm, I'm kind of stuck on Polynesian TikTok or that Pacific is so Islander. weird to me. I don't yeah. know what hole what rabbit hole. You I think God's in, trying to tell me, you know, my husband's gonna be Polynesian. I don't know. That would Who be knows? Fun. Um, but he couldn't go to your black retreat. That's very true. I'm mean, what well, Polynesian there. We weaning will go there, but they are black. Anyway, so <laughs> we'll just we'll save that history lesson for another time. But anyway, there was this um, this guy that I saw on TikTok. Right, he was doing this dance. There's been this this one song 
um, that's been very popular on TikTok, right? And so the guy, he was like, you know, just kind of going from side to side, like, damn, I really want to do this mm. dance, but I don't want to be disrespectful to you guys' culture. So there were some um, some and sometimes Pacific it's Islanders. all you need is the acknowledgement. Exactly. Like, and hey, so, I don't belong to this, but I want to be a part of it so bad because it's cool as fuck. Exactly. But I'm trying to be respectful, but damn, I yeah. can't just go out there. And, and so there were, there were some um, Pacific Islanders that were in the comments that were just like, no, you can absolutely do it. Like, we appreciate you trying to even be in our culture. Like, go ahead and do the dance. Show us. So he does the dance. He did a video. He was like, I got permission. And so <laughs> and so then he, when he did the dance, they, they commented, commented back in his comments and were just like, okay, well, now do this and make your face more this and da 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 and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it's very different. There's a different level between appreciation and appropriation. 100%. Like you can appreciate black culture. You can appreciate Southeast Asian culture, Asian culture, white culture. Well, they ain't got no culture, but <laughs> you can appreciate. You don't think casseroles are a culture? It is. It you is. You don't think but... te white tears are a culture? That's that's a pandemic. That's an epidemic, actually. My thing is, I think the issue we're having is, this is a great example, right? If he would have posted a video of that dance, gotten all these followers, all these people doing that dance, then when it came out that it wasn't his, he was like, oh, sorry, here, I actually got it from them. Right. That shit's wrong. That shit's appropriation. You were trying to pass it off as yourself. And even exactly. if you are pretending you didn't and then give them credit, no. If you immediately acknowledge the source of whatever you're doing mm -hmm. or learning or eating or enacting and even do a quick google search for the history that's yeah. all i need but i don't need you to write an anthology i just need you to know why the hell you're doing it why it's yeah. important to some other people that though you don't look like a jackass but i also think too when it comes to appreciation versus appropriation i think it's you have to be very careful um, not to try to, again, take on someone else's culture. So like if he did that dance and then just drew on his face with a Sharpie, like some type of tribal, tribal esque tattoo or something mm -hmm. like that, that's very disrespectful because then, then that's appropriating. So it's like, it's almost like, like for example, black culture, I just only talk about black culture cause I'm black obviously. But when, they, when people, <laughs> you're <up>. black, I'm, <laughs> I'm logging off the podcast Surprise! and you start wearing, you know, traditional like corn rolls and then you start calling them backwards braids and bullshit like that mm -hmm. like that's appropriation where you're trying to take it as some, and, and create it into something new and innovative as if you came up with it and it's like yeah. no but black people don't mind other races of people enjoying our culture you're gonna do it anyway mm -hmm. but stop capitalizing off the shit is the point that we're trying to make so. did you know speaking of tribal tats mike tyson wanted a heart tattoo on his face but the tattoo artist said no that shit's dumb so then he picked a tribal tat what well, is is he a part of any tribe? I don't think so. I'm not going to question him because it's Mike Tyson. I ain't going to get punched in the face. <laughs> Two hits. Yay. Hey, him hitting you and you hitting the ground, man. Listen, I'll I just hit the ground first. Before you even get the chance to punch <laughs> me. Shit. You got no. me. No, no, no. Ooh. All right. So let's get it. What? Speaking of. Oh, my God. This is like San Antonio news. but San Antonio. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> love listening to that this damn song. girl got carjacked at the quarry did you hear about it and no. the carjacker 18 year old kid shot her in the face shit dude and she went to high school with me wow so she's my age just getting her groceries and shit super nice girl people are man shot in the face this is why i travel with my gun now isn't that insane? it's insane 18 year old kid and a couple days before he had carjacked this woman whose five-year-old kid was in the car and he killed her too? No. Oh. Well, didn't, weren't you telling me about some two kids that killed some teacher or something yes, like that? Yes, two kids in Ohio killed their Spanish teacher. Did she give him an F or something? What the fuck? Oh, no, I'd have to. I just Pe read man. the caption. People are crazy, though. 
People are absolutely but insane. But 18 years old. Your life is... And she you're gonna is be charged alive, though, adult. the girl who got shot in the face. Oh, she thank had God. seven hours worth of reconstructive surgery. Oh, my gosh. She has a, a GoFundMe. Of... I'll have to post it on our Instagram. Jesus. So you guys can go fund her. That's horrible. But God, can you imagine just her. me? It's my. It's me. It's literally me walking up to a grocery store, getting yeah. shot in the face. Listen, you, you can have that Honda. <laughs> Take was, it. I know. So she had a, uh, like... A foreign car. I was gonna say they ain't gonna try to rob me. I, got a I know Honda. she got a foreign car. So and then my mom was like, called me and she was like, "Your nana was at that store only a couple hours earlier." I said, "No one is trying to take her Ford Escape. <laughs> she is fine. You do not need to worry. She was on danger. Why you do your grandma like that? Like, come on. <laughs> he was trying to steal a Mercedes. No one wants a Ford. Lord. <laughs> he didn't want her handicap sticker because she had that player parking. He was gonna walk right by her. Okay. God damn, you hit your grandma hard for that. <laughs> just like, but that's just like the very typical. Like it could have been us. <laughs> like no, it could not have been. No. He would have rocked right by. He'd <laughs> been like Honda Pilot, bitch. Please. <laughs> <laughs> what I want with that sucker mom ass truck. <laughs> Oh, you don't need God. to see 80 homeboys my, <laughs> my truck seats eight buddy <laughs> thank you very much pile them in <laughs> exactly all right let's get into some uh some other fun stuff what have you been watching this week so i watched insecure last week and i'm disappointed why because it was such a like ugh, filler fluff episode they gotta build you up though i know but they like springboarded a year I hate stuff like that. They were like, oh, it's a year from now. Molly and Issa are such good friends. Everything's going great for them. Yada, yada, fucking yada. <laughs> You're very upset. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm watching this show for. Yeah. Just tell me if Issa and Lawrence are going to get together. Please, for the love Jesus. of God. Please tell me if they end Can up together. Can we just speed to episode 10 already? Jeez. I know. I'm like, where's the toxicity? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was it. I've been watching that. I watched... Didn't you watch your... Uh, v for Vendetta. Yeah. I've never because, seen that before. Oh, my God. The wheezes. You are wheezing Thanks. really bad today. Yeah, I know. Um, do not put me on ECMO. Do not are you sure? Like, like, is it an honest response, though? Would I don't you? know. Right. Because I think you would want to be on it. I think... Not for long, but I think... No, I would think, it. like, I would cap off at, like, literally three weeks. Like, I yeah. would give myself three weeks. Yeah. And then if we don't have a, a true exit strategy, like clamp me yeah because i used to say don't put me on ecmo but definitely put me on ecmo if i need to be on it <laughs> dude i told it. you they cannulated this lady who's 315 pounds five four i said i don't know who's moving her but it ain't sounds me. like our first covid patient they this lady was five feet tall and she was like almost 400 pounds and i remember she put her arm she wrapped her arms around Quinta and the infection lady was like don't let her touch him <laughs> don't let her touch him now they're like eh, they've had covid for three days you're fine yeah i don't thanks. even wear n95 in the hospital anymore yeah no mm -mm. we were talking about that the other day do you remember when it used to be if you had someone on contact precautions or that you needed a mask for every time you went in the room you got a new mask every patient was a new mask not no more so when covid happened and they told us that we had to wear the same mask all day we were livid we were like this is so unsanitary this yeah. is disgusting and now i wear the same mask like two days in a remember row. at the beginning of the pandemic they used to make they used to reprocess the n95s yeah so we don't wear makeup i don't i would wear makeup every day to work just so they could not reprocess my mask and i can get a new one i would just pop the string i'd be like oh it popped because <laughs> like when they reprocess they use i don't know what they use or maybe it was just my breath i don't know but it would it would just had a weird smell to it and i'm just like okay oh. this is day five on this mask no i'm always like how can you guarantee that i'm getting back the same mask you no. can't it's disgusting yeah it's a wonder we didn't all drop dead but anyway. um but i've been watching that love life show on hbo I watched Succession, so good, and um, V for Vendetta because 
It's like in the movie, November 5th is like the big day. Have you ever seen V for Vendetta? Mm-mm. Okay. I only watched it because this guy, one of our patients has the mask hanging up in his room. Who plays in that movie? Uh, Natalie Portman. Kidding. I know who that is. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, you I didn't know. It's just about like uh, anarchist London in the future and weird shit. But it was Guy Fawkes Day November Any 5th. Any aliens though? No, no aliens for you. But it's like mm. a dystopian society. You might oh, like okay. it. Cool beans. Cool, cool, cool. I watched uh, a couple good things. Well, first of all, I watched one horrible thing. Dune. Don't watch that bullshit. No, it is good. Watch Dune. No. How, somebody, no, so somebody, somebody told me that, I guess, Dune has another, it has an original version like of it. the old ass version. Right. And they were saying that, that the new ver- this new version now takes a lot of the stuff out of the book. And so it's not as good as the old version. So if you watch the original because first and watch listen this Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. This Dune is a part one of multiple parts. We're setting the scene. We're building the world. We're getting your toe dipped into the universe so that the next part we can really dive in. Are you the author? Yes, I wrote Dune. I'm gonna start calling you Selena Montgomery like <laughs> Stacey Abrams with her uh her what you call it novels. It's I liked I like it. it. You didn't like it at all. It was slow as shit. I was like, I'm giving this movie 30 minutes. What and the then, heck? I wasn't bored at all. But there was the like thing. there was just like certain parts that was like, oh, this is good, and they just cut it off and went to something else. And I was like, what the fuck? No, I thought it was so good. No, I did not enjoy it. I that loved. Movie. Except the only and that, it's two and a half hours long. I know you should have seen it in theaters. Was where you went wrong. You no, gotta be immersed. I would have been bored. No, it was so good. Bored. I was not bored at any time. Everyone loved it. I don't know what you're talking about. The only part I hated was that they killed off everyone I loved. They killed off. Jason. And don't tell people. They might want to see it. Because well, you just gave it such a glowing review. I'm just saying. Some people may. When you tell people don't touch that stove, what do they do? Touch the goddamn stove. I would not touch it. Anyway, they killed off everyone <laughs> I wanted to. I thought it was good. They did a good job of introducing the world, I thought. It was like. Was it not like Mad Max and Star Wars? No. Fuck no. No. Mad Max was amazing. Oh my god! Mad Max was amazing, dude. I think part two of this one is really going to be awesome. I think they paid really good attention to the scenes and no, the I was cinematography. That, uh, going back through all them worlds and them dreams and shit. Uh, uh, anyway, the other movie I watched that was actually really amazing. You're annoying. It's called The Harder They Fall with Idris Elba, Regina that King. That looks really good. Lakeith uh, Stanfield, some Stan, love somebody. Him. Everything uh-huh. he's in, love it. Um, who else is in it? The guy Atticus from a uh, Lovecraft Country. Country. He um, he does way what better. What a little acting. cutie that man. Way better. It's a that is a really well. That's because in Lovecraft movie. Country he was just always like Ugh. he was just reacting. He, he was like an he acting. He was crying for he every second like, thing. Hoo, hoo, like hoo, he was hoo, lost. Hoo, like hoo, hoo, hoo. that was him the whole movie. Yes, <laughs> he was, he was, he was whole time. just hoo, reacting hoo, to everything that was happening. So can you fix your fucking face, dude? God damn! I was like, what is going? It smells like fucking Dookie. Is it? Yeah. Hated it anyway. So I've been watching that, but I also watched um, uh, Colin Kaepernick's new. I don't know if you can call it a biopic or it's just a limited series. Anyway, it's called Colin Kaepernick, uh, Black and White, and okay, it's so about. So I thought that was a docu series. Is it not a docu series? It is a docu series, but not really. So he's narrating it, and he's actually in it narrating, but he's looking back into his life as a young athlete. So does it feel like up, a lifetime special? Yes, uh-huh. but it was it was it very good. Like it was very special. well okay. directed and very well told, and it's literally him talking about his life as a teenager. Um, you know, being raised by these, being adopted by these two white parents 
and navigating through life really with a sense of white privilege. And then as he became an athlete and became a star athlete, which I didn't really know that he was like this, you know, child protege for um, going into the, the major baseball league or major league. Why baseball. is every football player good at baseball? Or like, why is every athlete who's really good at a sport also good at baseball? I don't know. Bo, Michael Jordan. I'm Aaron sure Sanders. Kobe could do it. Probably. He could do anything. Yeah. Cause they probably all start off playing playing i guess in the off season right you need something to do probably yeah and two is guaranteed money but anyway um it was actually really good and he he was able to discover like his blackness or his black side without having kind of like him being introduced through his friends and through like even with his hair he goes to this one girl's house in in high school he was a freshman got his hair braided that was the first time he ever gotten his hair braided and he was like oh i can't sleep and going through the wilds of like dealing with you know having mixed hair and stuff like that but it was a really good movie i'll tell you about wilds of having mixed hair ladies and gentlemen it's hard (laughs) out here it's too black for the white products it's too white for the black products yeah, yeah so it's it's hard to find a a, a mixture of uh, products but i think that's like yeah my that's grandma just, went through that that's too. just hair though i think yeah it's i mean it's, it's not it's, special to me or my mixed because yeah. i mean community. even like my grandmother she's she's biracial her mom was black and her her dad was white and she has beautiful like you can spit on it and it just curls up beautiful curly Why hair you spit on her hair no, i'm just saying like any kind of moisture or humidity oh. to it it just curls right up and it's it's beautiful mine curls beautiful. at the root it's real cute as soon as the humidity gets crazy yeah, that's why I locked my hair. Mm. I mean, my hair is naturally curly, but I just locked my hair. I just got tired of being a product junkie and tired of dealing with it. But yeah, it's, it's a, those, a that, that's a really good movie. A really good like docuseries. Yeah, I but, probably need to watch it. To, like he, I feel like is such a big part of a larger movement. Yeah. That is kind of just like uh, anecdotal at this point or like mm-hmm. not a joke, but like people use it as a, oh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. kneeling. Oh, da, 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 da. But there's probably so much more to that. Yeah, because I I honestly thought that the movie was going to be more like it was going to be a docu series about him BLM and stuff. Yeah, with Black Lives Matter and him doing the protest, but it had nothing to do with that. He was just talking about it as an adult now, going back and talking to his younger self and kind of like telling the story of how he felt in the moment as those things were occurring, um, which I thought was really good and it probably was very cathartic for him. But at the same time, um, I think a lot of athletes go through that or a lot of kids go through that, especially because mm-hmm. then there became the question of, well, should you even adopt if you are not that race of people? And yeah. should you, is, is it your obligation then to introduce this child to their culture, which I do think yes. you have an obligation to that. Absolutely. Yes. If the Absolutely. color of their skin is going to impact the way that the world looks at them and treats yeah. them and the opportunities they can have and the interactions they're going to make, then yes. Absolutely. Cause even there was one scene in there where, um, his mom takes him to the braiding shop and of course goes to this black barbershop and a, you know, the the things that black barbershops do. Right. And so she felt really like she, he got his hair braided and then he needed his hair retouched. And so instead of going back to the barbershop, he goes to the girl's house who is a, a, a barber or whatever. And she goes there and she, they walk in the, the house or whatever. And she's there with her girlfriend. And of course the mom has an issue with that or she, you can tell she's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then he's sitting there. He's like, Oh, this is, you know, soul food. Oh my God. They, they gave him a plate of soul food. And his mom's like, Oh, well you got to put salt and pepper on that. Cause you know, he just, he loves to put salt and pepper. He's like, no, it's perfect. Cause the mother was like a bad uh. cook. And then she puts on like yo MTV raps or some shit. And then the the mom is like, I'm just going to go run some errands. So you can tell she feels very uncomfortable in this black space. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
it's she's still not doing her due diligence to make sure that her black son yeah. understands it's his black roots. Exactly, exactly. But it was it was really good though. I think it's like eight. I want to say it's like eight or nine parts to it, but it's really good. It was giving me strong Lifetime vibes, so I didn't click. No, play, it's but directed by Ava Ava DuVernay, and Ava. um, it's produced by Jay Z. So it was really no, oh, no, I'm that's lying. the. That's the heart of they fall. She Just is kidding. selling the shit out of this show. <laughs> no, but I think it was. I think it was directed by Ava DuVernay, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was directed by Ava DuVernay. Yeah, yeah. But I'll anyway. probably watch the Heart of They Fall first. That was Love really me good. Love me some Black Cowboys. That was really. good. It reminds me of what was that show we watched? Uh, something on the Hog, High on the Hog. Oh yeah, High on the Hog. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. did the whole thing about Black Cowboys. Black Cowboys. Yeah. Love yeah. me a Black Cowboy. Well, I need a BlackCowboyMeat.com. Farmers that sounds only. like you, you have to go on Mountain shit. Yeah, you have to go on Farmers Only. Farmers Only. All right. So what are we talking about in the rehab corner today? Are we ready to go into the rehab corner or do let's, we have anything else to talk about? Yeah, let's roll eight on over there. <laughs> roll eight, okay. Well, what are we talking about in the rehab corner? Um, you want me to start first? You yeah, first. you can start. I'm trying to think if I have anything good. Your story that you told me earlier, definitely dealing with stupid ass people. Oh um, yeah, I did deal with so stupid ass people. In, the, in rehab corner, this is going to be more applicable to those of us who are obviously in the rehab world. Um, so CMS is a company, uh, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. If you've never heard of it, they're the governing body and the controllers of Medicaid and Medicare. They have decided that in 2022, which is next year, to cut um, or to reduce, allegedly, I'll just say allegedly for the protection of the podcast, to reduce um, physical therapist assistance and uh, certified occupational therapist assistance um, rates by 15%. That's insane. Which is insane, which means if they're cutting the rate what, they're being paid or the rate of them is reimbursing. Mm. So they're they're cutting by 15% the rate of reimbursing reimbursement so no one's gonna hire for them. exactly for their services. So um for those that are not in the rehab world, um PTAs or physical therapist assistants and CODAs or certified occupational therapist assistants are the assistants to PTs and OTs. So Alyssa and I, I'm a PT, Alyssa's an OT, we can evaluate any patient that we want, right? We can go in and we have a certain skill set to evaluate patients, to look for our PT and OT diagnosis um, and all that kind of stuff, right? And then the, the PTAs and the CODAs, they take what we've done from our evaluation and our assessment and our we build the plan of care and they That's carry out. The magic happens. Exactly, because PTAs and CODAs, we cannot Literally, exist without them. <laughs> my life each week depends on these Seriously. people. They make me look good. I yeah, go in, I- They really do test some strength fiddle around i give them the plan they carry it out i come back in at the end and yeah. i said look at all the good work we've done together. yeah they produce your they literally yeah, produce our results if you have a good coda or a pta yeah your life beautiful. is but if you piss one off yeah that's true it. that's you know, true yeah it's, it's, it's almost like the nurses and the doctors dynamic like yeah the nurses make the doctors look good because all the doctor does is i'm not saying all they do but to a degree a large they, part of what the large part of what they do is the diagnosing and they set the plan of care the nurses follow it out but they also too check the doctor because there are a lot of medical mistakes that kept you know that are prevented by nurses catching them the same as with us there are different things that when a plan needs to be modified or needs to be upgraded then that pta or that coda will come and say hey this is what needs to happen they're progressing beyond this can you change these goals whatever but there's been this attack kind of on uh, the rehab world where they are trying to deduce us down to um, like techs almost. And I'm not saying that te being a tech is a bad thing because it's not. But when you have a person with a master's and a doctorate degree and then you're trying to say, oh, we have a job for an OT and we're paying $15 an hour. That's I'm sorry, no what? Me, sir. Like baristas at Starbucks are about to start getting paid $23 23, an hour. 23, like, making coffee. And I'm sure my mental health would be 
Way better. Way better than Absolutely. You get coffee all day. You love coffee. I love coffee. And you love Starbucks. I so love Starbucks. Um, yeah, they're cutting back the reimbursement because even Do you at, think they're trying to phase out P or CODAs and PTAs together? Absolutely. Oh, that's so shit. Absolutely. Because I don't think they want to pay for them, which I think is stupid. Because they're I think they're trying to drop the price of what we are worth as as evaluating therapists. And then they can say, Well, see, now you have to stay in the industry mm-hmm. because we phased out codas and pta so now you're stuck with well, this and we just keep getting more and more educated which means that our cost is going up more and exactly. more because we're like well you have doctorates we're about to only have doctorates yeah so we need to be paid at a level but then the reimbursement rates are so low so they're not reimbursing um fairly for what kind of services we provide because I, um, I mean even on the, like the insurance side and stuff you know they, there's different rules and regulations that you have to have and that you have to do in order to get uh services because some insurance companies are saying oh well, we're not going to pay for um you know a pta if they if they chart on a patient or whatever the case may be and even some students i remember even when i was a student um on clinicals and they were just like oh well you have to chart underneath my name and it's like what and they were just like well they won't reimburse if a student's name is on a chart which is stupid that's insane. But I'm like, isn't that fraud? But whatever. I got my degree. <laughs> that's all Please, that just pass me. Exactly. That is insane, dude. And that's so sad because yeah. a lot of these people have been CODAs and PTAs for a long time. Yeah. Well, even they did the same thing with nursing. Remember, like, uh, well, I don't know if you remember. You're probably too young. But in the hospital setting, maybe like 10 years ago, LPNs ruled. Really? Yes. Let me tell you something about LPNs. When I worked at um, this one hospital in Tallahassee, it's Tallahassee Memorial Hospital. <laughs> anyway, there's this one hospital, Memorial in Tallahassee. There's I think li- it was called the Tallahassee Memorial Hospital. There's literally two hospitals in that whole city, anyway. But when I worked there, I worked with some amazing LPNs. This one particular LPN who I consider like a mother to me, Miss Sharon. So, shouts out to Miss Sharon. This woman, anytime anything happened on the floor, and this was in postpartum labor delivery, right? Anytime anything happened critically, the first nurse that they would call, was not an RN. It was Miss Sharon who was an LPN. Damn. And had been an LPN for like 20 years. This woman, I mean, she is an amazing nurse. And I remember they started starting to phase them out where they were just like, oh, well, you have so many years to go back to school and get your um, either your AA or your BSN or whatever. And even like, I think for like federally, like LPNs cannot, um, they started making them, you can't chart underneath your name or something like that. You have to chart underneath a different uh, like template or some crap like that. But they did that to nursing too. And they started phasing out a lot of the LPNs and they had to leave the hospital setting. And now they work at SNFs. Yeah, they work at SNFs. They work at private practice. They go to prisons. Um, Not to prison, but they go there to work. (laughs) (laughs) They go to prison. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, I definitely think that they're trying to phase out PTAs and CODAs, which I think is disgusting. That is so shitty. Yeah, it is. Because I mean, some some people are, I always look at it like this. PTAs and CODAs are better at treating than we are. Yeah. We're, our expertise is to find the problem. And some people don't want to go get a master's or doctorate, but they want to be in healthcare and they want to do that work. Exactly. And they're very valuable. Like Mm -hmm. imagine if the hospital that I used to work at, you currently work at, did not have CODAs and PTAs. Who would see the fucking patients? Not me. Exactly. A mess. It would be a mess. Now you would have nine evals on your list every single goddamn day. You'd never follow up with your patients. No. Yeah, that's, and that's the good part I love about having a coda that I like is that I can put them with a patient that I also like. Absolutely. And then we can follow them. Yeah. And we, I can see their progress and I can, you know. Yeah. And see, my experience, honestly, I would say in the last five years has always been, I, I mean, aside from Cointa, who's an OTR or, you know, occupational therapy registered, whatever. 
anyway she's a registered <laughs> occupational I'm trying to therapist like, i'm trying to say for the people who don't know she's what, not a coda or, she, she's not a coda but my my i feel like my best well, i won't say that because that would be disrespectful to quinta um, or me ma'am yeah. Yeah. Wow. okay so like for audrey for example right she's a coda mm-hmm. and so her and i we have done some of our best work together like because that's her level of expertise every time we're in a room together and she's like okay monica what's the plan you want to do and i'm like no 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 <laughs> baby you, <laughs> you are the expert i'm following your lead like even though i know that i can um sorry that was a piece of lint even though i am an evaluating therapist and i know how to progress and treat patients this is what she does all every day, day every day that's all she does she doesn't think about anything else other than progression so i'm like no no i'm following your lead mm-hmm. and she has never steered me wrong ever in all the years that we work together beneficial that's what i'm saying so it's like the fact that you reduce it by 15 percent that's a lot yeah that's a shit ton insane dude i don't know what's gonna happen there's a, i mean there's this group that i'm a part of on facebook well, they're gonna be fleeing they're gonna flee oh yeah there's a lot of people that are trying to get out of the rehab world unfortunately and you're gonna have you know piss poor that or exercise physiologists <laughs> you're <laughs> killing me dude i'm just saying like you can't like you can't do that. You just can't. Dude, all I have to say is the second an exercise physiologist steps to me about my plan of care. It's going to be on the bottom. I'm going to come to you because I'm going to need a job. Yeah. Or the minute they start making more money. Yo. That's the thing that pisses me off. Oh. I'm going to be living. That's all I'm saying. I can't even talk about it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But anything else in the rehab corner we want to talk about? Um, Other than I need everyone in the hospital who is not directly in charge of me to step the fuck off that's it that's all i have to say <laughs> don't come for me don't come for my job you don't know unless like here's my thing there are therapists that you don't agree with there are therapists who you mm-hmm. think aren't worth the shit there are therapists that you just annoy you but like yeah. i will never step to a therapist about their job what they're doing unless it's about patient safety because yeah. I'm like, listen, we're both professionals. This is both our job, and we know what we do and how mm-hmm. we do it. And, like, as long as you're not doing something crazy, yeah, you're fine. I'm never going to go to a nurse, again, unless it's about safety, and mm-hmm. be like, you're not doing this with my patient. Why do they steal the fully? Yeah. No. I'm not going to go to a doctor and be like, no, 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 no. Why are you doing this? Unless it's about safety. Right. So why do people think they can come up to the therapist and be like, you're going to see this one and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And that's how I want. And that, 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 that. no, because you have shitty leadership, <sighs> I guess. But listen. see, the thing is, nobody did that to me. That's because you're big mama. It's very true. That's you're very scary. true. And I didn't take shit from people because you didn't. I don't know how to not take shit from people professionally. You need it's to my learn. Problem. It's fun. It's fun to not take shit from people professionally because I would walk onto a unit and when people ask me, well, we need you to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. Raise your hand if you went to PT school. Your hand's down, right? Oh, awesome. Okay. So I'm the only physical but therapist. But you felt here. supported by your leadership. Um, the previous leadership, yes. And that empowers people. But at first, I didn't know that I was supported by him because I used to just go <laughs> off the rails. And me and a, a particular physician used to butt heads all the time. And I had to let him know, you are not going to tell me what the fuck to do because you don't run shit over here. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like Trick Daddy say, you don't run shit over here. We My can both is, die right you now. You can ask me. I'm not dying, but I'm just saying. I'll, you, I'll even take maybe a 
nicely worded suggestion. No. But what you're not going to do is tell me what to do with my patient when I'm over here breaking my back to lift their 300 pound ass up off this bed. I don't even want suggestions. But which is your fault because yeah. you are supposed to be healing them mm -hmm. and progressing them to a point. So don't come at me and tell me what the fuck we're going to do. Yeah, I don't even want suggestions. If Do I suggest to you the course of treatment for a patient? Don't suggest anything to me. If you do not go to PT or OT school, shut your ass up. So I think that's what I need to work on is like... Telling them professionally how to shut the fuck up. Because the only way I know how to do it at this point is to say like, I need you to back the fuck away from me right now before it becomes a problem. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I Yeah, probably not. But I also don't want to get fired. So... I mean, you. I think a way that you can say it is like, per my last email, kind of like like that. Test like, that hypothesis at your earliest convenience. Thank you. Like, he, here's the thing. I respect what you do and I respect what you say in your role. But I am the expert in mobility as an occupational therapist who has a master's degree and these physical therapists who have doctorate degrees. So thank you for your suggestions. However, I know what's best for my patients based off my level of expertise. But I'll let you know if I can. Well, and can that's what's most help. frustrating, because whenever I've brought a complaint or a concern to my management, it's been, well, everyone has their own clinical judgment. So then why, where the hell is my clinical judgment? Why yeah. isn't that used for me? And what that tells me is that that management has no clue what the fuck to do. Yeah. Everyone has their own clinical judgment. But we cater to the specific unit and everything they want goes and we're going to yeah. do all these things. And so the problem is that I'm only in there for a week at a time. So like by the time I hit my level mm -hmm. and I like start to stand ground and I feel more comfortable being like, actually, yeah. bitch, here the fuck it's going to be. I'm out of there for three <laughs> weeks. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't even <laughs> I'm just like, because you know what? It always yeah. hits ahead on Wednesday, Thursday where I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. Because you've been lifting. Because I've been literally y'all like 15, 13 to 1500 pounds is what I lift every single day in this unit. So I'm tired. Yeah. I just like, it's a lot. And then these people keep coming and I'm just like, ooh. I've had enough, damn I've it. had it. And I'm like, well, you know what? I only got one more day. I just got to make it one yeah. more day. I just got to make it one more day. And that's okay. Yeah. I think you have to set this precedence at the beginning of the week. Hey, listen here. Here's what we're not going <laughs> to do. Hey, hey, hey. Here's, here's what we're not going to do. That. Well, okay. and then the other issue is that, so I am work eight hours, right? Mm-hmm. Eight hours is eight hours to me. I see who I can in the time where I'm on the floor. And if yeah. I don't see them, I don't see them. Sorry, I'm eight hours. There's other therapists who are up on that unit and they'll stay over time. Mm -hmm. One of the nurses told me the other day, because I was like, they asked me if their patient was going to get seen. And I said, listen, I have 17 people on my list. I have seven who are high priority. If yours doesn't have a little star on my list, they're not getting seen. And they said, oh, you don't want it. They're not just going to pay you extra to stay later. I said, I don't want to stay later. Yeah. See, well, that's toxic. I don't want to be here any later than I need no. to be. No, eight hours. That's all you're getting from me. Listen, when I go to work every day, I got to be there at, let's say, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, I'm there. Okay. Let's say I get off at four. I may give you 402 <laughs> and I'm bouncing. <laughs> do not ask me to stay. I'm not help. They asked me this week at my job. They were like. So we're going to do Secret Santa and so-and-so and so-and-so. And I'm like, okay. Is it so mandatory? I don't get, that's not in my contract. <laughs> that's not in my contract. So the young How lady. How are you do virtual Secret Santa? I have no clue. But the, the young lady, she was just like, oh, so, um, hey, can we get your information, the things that you like for Secret Santa? So, of course, I did not respond because I'm like, I got work, real work to do. I'm not worried about no goddamn Secret Santa. Then she sends me another message and was like, hey, sorry to bug you again. Can I really get your stuff in Secret Santa? I literally responded back to her and I was just like, um, I'm going to have to respectfully decline to participate in Secret Santa. I hope you understand. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I totally get it. She doesn't get it. Bitch. We, here's the thing. Corporate America. I, I made a post about this on my social media. Corporate America. I'm going to say it on the podcast. <laughs> Stop asking people to participate 
in secret Santa. Mm-mm. Quiet as it's kept, we don't like y'all. Mm-mm. I don't give a damn if you like lotions, what you allergic to. I'm not playing. <laughs> I don't even buy my own family members Christmas gifts unless you're my nephew or my godsons. I'm not buying your shit. Stop asking people that. You know what the best gift is? Peace and quiet. My check is the best gift. And that's not even a gift. It's owed. Bonuses is the best gift. Boom. <laughs> okay. Give me a Christmas bonus. Give me some of that uh, three-tier popcorn. That's a bonus. I'm Ooh, cool with that. I forgot. It's Christmas like, popcorn time. The caramel. Cheddar and the caramel. <gasps> Which one's your favorite out of all three? Caramel corn. My. Yay! We're back <laughs> in it. No face-offs today, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Yeah. We are happy. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, but I just need to get better at professionally telling people to fuck off in the workplace. And yes. if you have any suggestions, yeah, please, please write, write them, them down. Below. Yes, absolutely. That's gonna be my New Year's resolution for sure because it's just getting too much. Too much. And the thing is, the person who comes after me does everything that they want and is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. Not even that I'm like stirring the pot, but they'll tell me something. And I'm like, no. Yeah, because I mean, you have to you have to hold people accountable to, to stupidity. This is also a person who's told me before on that unit, like, well, you know, I know you didn't get to this patient, this patient, but I just saw you standing around at the nurses station. Oh, oh, you clocking my every move? Now. I was like, wow, I, yeah, obsessed, dude. That's interesting. Listen, I, yeah, I think people people are weird. People are really stupid, and you have to just. You are so dumb. Seriously. Because Se- I'm glad that certain people never talked to me like that. And, and But there were people who did. And I had to let them, qu- you know, quickly know. I'm I'm not sure who, who you talking to. I'm just trying to figure out who you, who Especially the fuck you talking to. patients are getting dropped up here and it's not by me. So why don't you just. Oh, Lord, my cry. Just leave me alone. Seriously. I'm a black woman in the workplace doing my job. Yeah. 48%, but they don't know that. You know, typically black. I was gonna say, yeah, that fifty-eight percent don't. Mm-mm. If it walks black and talks black, it's black. It's black, pretty much. Yeah. Just let pe- leave people alone. Let everyone do their job. Yeah, I don't. I don't tell you how to be a mechanic. You don't tell me how to fly this plane. That's I was it. talking to another nurse who is turning into a nurse, or like doing the nurse practitioner clinical. Okay. Um, and he was just saying. Oh, I feel dumb. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of y'all who are really great nurses, but you get those black scrubs on and <laughs> you're stupid. You're, you, you become I, he a was fucking like, idiot. He goes, I think it has a lot to do with ego and being uncomfortable in a new position when you had like a really good foothold on your last one. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know, but if y'all could get that all in check, because it's seriously <laughs> a problem, <laughs> an issue. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely seen that transition of nurse practitioners from like, you can tell that they're still trying to hold on to that level of uh, confidence as mm-hmm. a nurse. But it's like, it's not translating all the way over to nurse practitioners. It's not giving what you think. It's not giving it's what it's not. supposed to be. Like I don't believe you as a nurse practitioner. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe what you're selling. Like you had me in arms as a nurse. Absolutely. I was right here with you. Yeah. We were rooting for you. Right. And then there are some there are some nurses who we we love and know who's one of our favorite nurse practitioners. She has dominated the Ooh. nurse practitioner world. Let me tell you, when she says jump, I said how high, where, and to who. Absolutely. Anywhere. Listen. Follow her. I'll just say SA is amazing. That's all I'm saying. She has been an amazing, and I've worked for her as a nurse when she was when she was a nurse. And I'm like, that's old school because she reminded me a lot of the LPN, Miss Sharon, who mm-hmm. I worked with uh, in Tallahassee and very old school. Don't take shit from nobody. She do not play. She don't play about her patients. And we absolutely love her. Now, that is someone who can tell me what to do with clinic care. Absolutely. Well, 
Within bounds. Yeah, she scares exactly. me more than anything. Yeah. She I've told <laughs> I my patients she scares you. I've told my patients before, like, oh well, that's not what she said. And uh, <laughs> and they'll be like, You're scared of her too. I'm like, Yep. No. I told a patient she scares me more than you do, so we're getting up and we're walking. She has she has such a big heart though, but her exterior and, and, and the funny part is like in the in the healthcare industry, there's always like the shortest people that have the biggest uh, Bailey. Like, yeah, she's literally Miranda Bailey. Like my thing is I refuse <laughs> to get read in the hospital because I just you know there's it's like when uh someone in the hospital calls your name but it's not a hospital person you know it's like an outside of hospital yeah. it kind of like jolts you mm-hmm. if i get read in the hospital professionally by someone who can read me professionally yeah. i don't know that i can immediately snap back how i should because i'm yeah. just not in the mindset so like with that little girl keeps trying me up there i think i could do it with that nurse practitioner no, who's running shit, I, I could not, and I never want to. So yeah. I'm just going to do everything I can to keep it nice and crisp that's, and cool. And that's not a person that you want to try. Mor- the, the Miranda Bailey at that hospital, mm. you don't want to try her. So I'm like, I'm going to do everything I need to do to never get read by you. I will not. Exactly. Re- I will never emotionally recover from that experience. But the thing is, she she always is very respectful. I know. And that's why it would hurt so bad. Yeah, she's yeah. smart. She's just. She's amazing. She's so great. Bedside mm-hmm. manner impeccable. Smart as hell. Yeah. She's so kind and sweet and passionate. Mm-hmm. And if she read me, a it would just like obliterate my soul, obliterate <laughs> my feelings so bad. But she would, and she would, all, and if she did, she would do it in a very professional yeah, way. Yeah, it would probably would be, be deserved, receptive. and yeah. that's what would be even worse. Absolutely. But when you have these, and I think this, I think it's the younger generation. Unfortunately, your generation, know, we suck. You know that y- y'all get a little piece of power, and you're just like, oh, well, I am the emperor. I am the goddamn king. And it's like. <laughs> No, you're not, because you're still a new grad. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Be humble. Be Sit humble down. and be lo- and lo- be hungry for knowledge. Yep. Like your thirst of knowledge should be at an all time high, as opposed to trying to tell somebody what to do because you lack control in your own personal life. So now you want to come up here and control everything else. Sit your stupid ass down. Mm-hmm. I just read her for you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> can you come to work? With absolutely. Me? I can you. definitely come up there and read her because she like, won't If you me. could refer all your questions to my friend here, thank you. Yeah, I'll be your lawyer. Don't worry about Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Yeah, Fleming and Ooh. Fleming Associates. Yeah. All right. It's gonna be. Listen, y'all. This week is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a it. good week. I can feel it in my bones. It's gotta be. Feel it in my fingers. We're, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. And Yo, what happened to Thanksgiving? The second week in October, Christmas decorations were up. I fucking hate people who do shit like that. Every store, every it. store did it. Home Depot, Michaels, Hobby Lobby. Ungrateful Hobby Lobby ass bitches. Anyway. I hate it. I absolutely. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Out of Thanksgiving, Oof, Christmas. The disrespect. Christmas always. I'm a Why? Christmas gal. Because the birth of Christ, or you just get gifts. That's oh. all you're worried about is the gifts. Well, first of all, my love language is gifts. But second of all, I don't like Thanksgiving foods. Like, I don't like my food. What? I don't like my food touching. I'm not a big turkey girl. I like sides. Have you ever been to a black Thanksgiving? You know good and goddamn well. <laughs> I've never been to a black Thanksgiving. Okay, I'm cooking for Thanksgiving. That was honestly hateful of her to no. even ask that. You could, you have black She's friends? trying to embarrass... You're my black friend. <laughs> She's trying to embarrass me on the air because she no. watched one Colin Kaepernick documentary. She thinks she can come for me and my whiteness. I know your life now. <laughs> She's like, oh, I know it must suck to be you. It does. It does suck to be me. Well, I'm cooking for Thanksgiving. I only have the sides, but... Perfect. I'll like, be here. I will, I will cook you a sweet potato pie. Thank you. If the shortages don't fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm also going to cook a cheesecake. So I'll cook some things, some that's traditional ju- that's black. That's just dessert, ma'am. No, no, no. I cook macaroni and cheese, stuffing, cream corn. Um, I cook uh, collard greens. Um, what else? Wait, Mac you'll and make cheese. me Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, I'm making myself Thanksgiving. I'm oh, just going to make your come. plate. Absolutely. We'll record yes. my reaction. Absolutely. My food is good. To hella seasoned food. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you go on a food coma, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Ooh, I'm excited now. Yeah. 
I cook every Thanksgiving. I even hosted it a couple years ago. It was very good. Oh, good. It's just it's a meatless Thanksgiving. That's okay. So I don't need meat. Yeah, or you can bring your own if you want to. BYUM. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Anything else we need to talk about before we get out of here and let these people go? Nope. I love my life and I'm happy to be here. Happy to be with all you people and I'm Absolutely. signing off for the night. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of the Face Off of Fleming and Fowler. Remember to spread love and laughter. Light. <laughs> what the fuck? Excuse me. I'm sorry. Spread love and light and don't forget to laugh your face off. <laughs> Almost like, did you just have like a seizure right there? You were. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune into The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler every Tuesday when new episodes are released.